All right, so so today I have a special guest in Latino Vegano, my my friend, my brother, my mentor. Hey, John, we always be looking out to you, international public speaker, serial entrepreneur, wellness advocate, activist for the wellness of all living beings, film producer, director of They're Trying to Kill Us, author, Sir. John Lewis, badass vegan. What's up, my brother? <laughs> Latinoyvegano.com Latinoyvegano.com Dímelo, ¿qué pasa? <laughs> They don't yeah. know. I'm like 1% Spanish, man. I got, you know, I, I can keep up a little bit. That's, that's what's up. Hey, 1% is good enough, man. That's all. 1%, right? <laughs> as long as you know where's the vegan food, we are good. <laughs> yeah, as long as vegan food, we good, man. For sure. You know that. You know how we roll. Absolutely. 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 It's been a while, man, but I'm glad you took the time so we can talk to us, man. Nah, man. I appreciate you having me on. For real, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to flip this. 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 I wouldn't call it an interview. I always kind of like, you know, catching up. <laughs> Uh, but That's I'm what it little, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to flip it a little bit because I know a lot of people always, I know, always ask you the same question. What's your story? Where you went, even da, right. da, da, da. you have that all over your website, all over social media. If they haven't been following you, they should definitely start following you. You have all that information out there. But I do want to talk to you about your serial entrepreneurship <laughs> <laughs> that not only from uh, from my entrepreneur myself, but also I think is important thing that people are aware of or know. That at times when you take control of your own destiny, your own income, it allows mm -hmm. you to do a lot more. Mobiga might say, well, what does that have to do with bigness? So, so I'll let you kind of talk a little bit about that and how you say where mm -hmm. one or how you actually intertwine both of them, bigness and entrepreneurship. Yeah, so I I personally I grew up around business. My brother, mm -hmm. um, he owned his own screen printing company mm -hmm. when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Like right. We would literally screen print shirts, go to another state to an event, sell like a hundred something shirts. Really? Mate, you know, kill it, then drive back home. And so I learned that. And so like, I always had that business uh, mind. Like, like my undergrad degree is in marketing. And then my graduate degree is in business administration. So I have an MBA, but also have an MBA with the emphasis in entrepreneurship. Mm. So I, I knew I always wanted to do something on my own. I didn't know it'd be this, but I was open to it. And I think that helped too. Like I never, I never confined myself to a business plan. Okay. I never was like, I have to do this or my career is a bust. Right. Like I was willing mm -hmm. to adapt. I could pivot. I could turn like, all right, this ain't working. I can still stay on the same track. Just right. change lanes. You know what I'm saying? I'm still on the same road. I just changed lanes a little bit. So that was what kind of, kind of led me to that way. And when I went vegan, mm -hmm. I didn't go vegan to start a business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It just, I saw how much work I was putting into right. everything I was doing. I was like, wait a minute, I'm nine to five <laughs> and then still trying to do everything on the other side, yeah. trying to help people with their nutrition, with their health, with their fitness, you know, be an activist, do all this other stuff. I was like, man, this is, this is a lot, man. Like, <laughs> so what I did is I, I always say this. The phrase that says, don't quit your day job, I don't think that's to deter people from pursuing their dreams. Mm. I think that's really for people to put themselves in the right position until you can quit the day job. So I had a day job. I was I was fronting online, like all I was doing was badass vegan for a long time, mm. but I had a nine to five <laughs> that was supplying me with the income to still do badass vegan. So when it came for the day, 
for me to leave that nine to five, which I got fired. So it was kind of easy to leave. But <laughs> uh, I was at a position where I was like, you know what? I've been working on this for a year already. Let me go all in. If it don't work out in that six months, I'll come back and get a job. Because, you know, I had put in enough into my un- unemployment to where I was like, you know what? I'm going to get an employment. Right. Let's see how it works. If it doesn't work, I will get a job. And it just worked out. It just worked out that way. And that's how I, I got to this point and just kept kept being open to opportunities. But also, I tell people, too, every opportunity is not your opportunity. I passed up on a lot of things. And the money was good. But I was like, nah, that don't fall in line with me. Right. So right. people have to be okay with that. And how does the, the Badass Vegan brand initiate? How does that start it? <laughs> Uh, so if anybody that's watching this wants to laugh, if you go look at the P90X ads, you'll see me cheesing on there. Uh, cause I had done the program. I had my second knee surgery was sitting on the, on the couch. I was vegetarian at the time, mm-hmm. eating all the ho-hos and oatmeal <laughs> cream pies. And next thing I looked up, I was like, yo, I'm like 255. Like, wait a minute. So imagine I was 315 as a freshman in high school. Mm. So I felt like I was kind of getting back into that. And I was like, Oh, this ain't it for me. Not knocking anybody else. If you want right. to keep it, keep it like that's all you. So the P90X commercial came about and I was like, no, I'm not doing no at home workout. That's not me, <laughs> but it did get me. And I was like, you know what? Let me try it. And I got mm. hooked and mm. I did it for a year straight. And so after they put me on the ads and all that stuff, uh, I had a good friend who knew the owner of the company, Carl Deichler. And he was like, man, you should submit your, your pictures. And this was after the first 90 days. This wasn't even a full year yet. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I have body dysmorphia. Like, no, like, not an exaggeration. Like, I can be at 4% body fat, ready still, for the stage. And I'll still be like, oh, man. That's, <laughs> that's nah. not good. I still need to be. I mean, that's why I'm walking on the treadmill while I'm talking to you. Like, I. I and I understand my weakness. It's a weakness. I, I do have to work on it. And I am. Right, right. But so he was like, you should submit your pictures. I'm like, nah, man, they're not that good. Mm. He secretly sent in the pictures for me. Okay. And I get an email from the Beachbody team who owns P90X. Like, oh, my God, do you have more pictures? We'd love to feature you, this and that. And I was like, huh. hey, why not? And by that time, I had went vegan already. Uh. So people were like. Wait a minute, you can be in shape and be vegan. Uh, and so that that's when the buzz really came. And that's how I was like, you know what? I need to start my own company. And I was uh training for marathons at the time. And I was out on my first run yeah. of the year of the new year. Cause I actually thought of the company name on January 1st, 2010. And the first thing that came to my mind was badass vegan. Yeah. Badass vegan, like like no other names. I didn't think of nothing. That's so it. I got done with my run. I went right to GoDaddy to see if it was available. <laughs> Shit was available. Man. Yeah. I think I bought it for like three dollars back in 2010. <laughs> Best investment. I, and then that Monday, I incorporated the name. I, yeah. I went ahead and did the LLC. You know, because I already had a business. I knew how to do all this stuff, and I trademarked it. Everything like it's, it's I feel bad because sometimes I have to hit up companies like, hey, sorry, you can't use that name. 
Like, I just had a situation mm-hmm. where it was a company. I literally came to them so nice, Roger. Like, you know me. I, I can be an asshole, but that's not my goal. <laughs> that's not my goal. So, you know, I was like, hey, I hate to come to you like this, uh, but I just wanted to let you know that I have a, the trademark on the rights to Badass Vegan. And um, if it's okay, I would ask you to change the name of your company right. because it's, it's an infringement. They ignored it. I'm like, okay. Okay. So I, I go, they had an Etsy shop. I go to the Etsy shop. I email them through there. They ignore it. Okay. All right. I, I'm like, okay, cool. I email them again. Still nothing. Wow. I put, up a, I put up a post. I said, hey, this is not me. This is, a, this is a scam. This is not me. If you buy anything from them, don't think you support me. It's not me. And then I submitted to Instagram and Etsy and Facebook that I have my trademark letter. Like I got my certified letter from the government. She had to change her name like that. Mm. And then she blocked me. She blocked me. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how you get mad at me? when I came to you nicely from the beginning. Yeah, I was nice. People, people man, I'm like, and that's the thing. If you take care, and that's a that's a great business lesson. If you take mm-hmm. care of everything up front, yeah, do your due diligence. You're covered. True. At the end, was it was it cheap to get that trademark? No. Think about it. To get the word "badass vegan" trademark, yeah, it took a lot of hoops and hurdles, man. But it was worth it, right? You know. And I say, whatever I do, you got trademark it. Okay. Because you never know. Down the line, somebody might be like, "Hey, Latino vegano, I want to. Ah, shoot, I'm gonna start selling shirts with that." Right. No, sir. I got this trademark. Right here. Let's stop that right now. Right. I love you. I appreciate you, vegan. <laughs> business is business. <laughs> business is business, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, that, that's where it all came from, man. That's, hey, that's dope. That's a really good advice. You know, by the way, um, I also went to, to school. I have an MBA and I went to marketing. So you know. Yeah. So, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. I got an MBA yeah. in marketing too. And um, in my personal experience, journey, I, I I mean, I, I guess I was born for that aspect. Yeah. It was funny. Like, I have told the story that uh, my dad, <clears throat> my dad, my dad is so successful in, you know, in the corporate world. Um, his principals, uh, college and, you know, my mm-hmm. mom, I would be in education. So I guess teaching and coaching that, uh, that part of my DNA, part of my culture from right. my parents' side. Um, but my dad himself, he, um, he one time got laid off. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to open a business. But my dad mentality was, or was at that time, is like, I'm going to do it myself. Like, you want to do it right? Do it yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he, was, he used to be marketing, accounting, um, salesperson, all in one, like in one package. You know, you know wow. that's not going to last yeah. too long, right? Yeah. He didn't last too long in business. In business. And he had a good, good concept. It's just, um, he just was by himself. He, yeah. he wanted to and make he didn't wanted to kind of like partner up collaborate and, and, and find all the all the helps you know he came from that old school mentality and yeah. uh, business failed so he went back to corporate well and started uh, working again so um i was i was thought i took a lot of the team concept from sports i don't know if you had that same mentality because yeah. when i was when i was playing basketball with you and i um play i knew that everybody on my team have a role you know what i mean everybody <laughs> everybody <laughs> you know what's your role in the team okay so you you're gonna be picking taking 
catching rebounds. You're going to be playing defense. You're going to be the screen. Everybody got a role. Everybody got a role. role. So, and we knew when one of our guys were down, it was like, oh man, now now we have to find who's going to kind of fill that that, that hole right there. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got that team concept. I mean, I don't know if you apply some of that from your, from your sports background. Yeah, I definitely, man. I, I tell everybody, like, I might be the front man of a right. lot of shit I'm doing, but, you know, it. I, there's help along the way. Like, I just made, I just finished this documentary. Mm-hmm. And without Keegan and without the help of so many amazing people, yeah. this documentary wouldn't have happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know that for a fact. You know, like, now, it's a, it's a, it's a catch-22, but in a good way, right. to the point where, you got to have these people to help you, but you also got to work your ass off to be in that position that when they help you, mm-hmm. it's not propelling you nowhere. It's just keeping you afloat so you can move to the next level. They're not mm-hmm. for once putting you to the next level. You're ready to go to the next level with the assistance of what they've done. A lot of people want everybody to do all the work for them. And then they're like, well, you didn't push me here. No, that was mm-hmm. your job. Mm-hmm. My job was to promote you right. so you be ready to go there. Like they say, as long as you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are still in the get ready stage, <laughs> but we want to be over there. It's like, no, no, no. You got to be ready already. Mm-hmm. So when the opportunity comes, like I had a good friend. It's funny because this friend was in no type of fitness realm at all. Like if you saw him, you'd understand. Like good friend of mine, my boy, we laugh about this all the time. But he said, he's like, bro, you have to be two weeks away from a photo shoot every day. Mm. And I was like, damn, for real? He's like, yeah. He's like, because if somebody call you with a gig and say, hey, in two weeks, I'm flying you out to L.A. for this photo shoot. And you're like, ooh, uh. I need 10 weeks. You lost that, <laughs> you lost that gig. You lost, it. you lost that gig. And it's been many times where somebody will call me and I'm like, I'm ready. It's been a couple of times I was like, dang, I wasn't ready. But I'm telling you, that was some of the best advice. And I think that goes with everything. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe you're not trying to be a fitness model. Maybe you're trying to, you're trying to get this job. And they're like, hey, you know, we got this project coming. We want to fly you out next week to go over the details. And you're like, ooh, ooh. I'm, not, I'm not ready for that. You got to be ready. You got to be ready at all times. And a lot of people are like, oh, you don't, you don't relish in the wins that you have? I'm like, no. I respect every win I got. Right. But I'm ready for the next win as I'm winning. Like, as I'm celebrating, I'm like, right. what's next? Let's go. Let's go. Because it's somebody that always wants your spot. Mm-hmm. I don't care if, it, like I said, this vegan community is cool. It's great. I love everybody. But it's somebody that wants your spot mm-hmm. at all times, no matter what you're doing. You could be, you could be, I don't know. I don't even know who to put out there. You could be Tory Washington, the right. coolest dude in the world. <laughs> Get on the stage. He don't yeah. talk shit about nobody. He don't say nothing wrong about nobody. <laughs> but I guarantee you somebody looking at his page right now like, mm. He ain't shit. <laughs> I can do that. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's just a mentality. True, true. It's the mentality of people. Whether you vegan or not, that if you're an asshole before vegan, <laughs> going vegan don't keep you from being an asshole. You're just an asshole. Like, it's just how it is. So, yeah, man. Like, I, I would say that team aspect mm-hmm. has always been there for me. I was a point guard. So, I, I'm always about that. Okay, I did yeah. you. Yeah. You do that. I bring it back to me. You know what? I saw a weakness. The last time down the court, we're going to exploit that. Right. Let's go. All right. right, that's coming to you this time. Right. And let's do this. So you got to have that team. You could be a solo artist, but even a solo artist got a band. Correct. 
Correct, correct, correct. Or have a crew behind it, you know. A crew behind it. it. Yeah, That's what yeah. I'm saying, though. When you get on right. stage, that mm-hmm. solo artist, that Usher, that uh-huh. Justin Bieber, yeah. that Billie Eilish, yeah. I don't care who you are, when they get on that stage, somebody had to do that lighting, somebody right. had to do the sound, somebody Promotion. had to do the music, yeah. everything. It ain't yeah. just Billie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got to keep that mindset, too. And a lot of people, they're so focused on, I got to keep everything for me. And they're getting a hundred percent of absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. 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 I'd rather take fifty percent of a big ass pot than sit here with this little bitty ass bowl that ain't got nothing but ice in it. You know, <laughs> and it's gonna turn into water later on. Real. But I'd rather have a big pot of soup. Yeah. Now we all eating. Exactly. We all eating. So now, speaking of mindset, what is it? What is the mindset that you think that you had to have made you successful? And uh, how can we incorporate some of those those uh, mindsets? In a good way, yeah. my mindset is I'm a fucking beast. Mm. And anything I do, it, whether it's being a loving person, I'm going to be the most loving person you've ever been around. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to love you harder than anybody you ever know. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be the most compassionate person. And not mm. in a competition way. Right. I just also believe that the more we put our all into everything, even if you get 80% of the results, shit, that's 80% of a hundred. That's a strong you know 80. That's yeah. a strong 80. I got you. So like I, it took me a while to get there, but I say over the last like 10 years, man, like it just hit for me. And I just started going and going and going. And like, I was like, you know what? If I fail, cool. It ain't a failure to me. I don't uh-huh. believe in losses. Uh-huh. I believe in lessons. Like there's nothing. Yeah. I don't have losses. I learn from every experience, whether it's love, whether it's business, whether it's, uh, you know, being out there speaking social justice, animal activism, whatever it is, if I mess up, okay, cool. And I'm also cool with acknowledging where I fucked up. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, they want to be so perfect that they can't admit to their flaws. I'm like, dude, I got more skeletons in my closet because <laughs> it was a life before this veganism, dog. Like, yeah, right. it was a life, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I was a butcher, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people, like, I was a butcher at one point, you know what I'm saying? I sold drugs at one point. Yeah. I, 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 everything. Anything right. you think of, I drank, like, I don't drink anymore. I done got drunk, probably got behind the wheel when I shouldn't have. Right. All that stuff led me to here. And I'm not saying do that stuff to get there. Right. I'm hoping that my story can keep some people from having to go through that pain mm. of what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So I just say, be a beast all the way out, no matter what you're doing. If you're doing yoga, be a beast. <laughs> be a beast at the yoga. You know what I'm saying? Put it all in there. Like, I'm, right. I'm literally kicking up yoga again. Like, I, I'm in an undisclosed location now because I'm about to, like, go all the way back in. Like, I figured... Why not show how you can be strong, agile? You know, I said at 43, it's a lot of people at 43 that ain't doing what I'm doing. But I want to show that I'm not abnormal. I'm what it is supposed to be. Like Chef Babette, birthday today, by the way. Shout out to Chef Babette, uh, December 7th, her birthday. She posted, you know, her photo shoot of her being 70. Mm. And I'm like... Yo, like people are like in amazement. I'm like, and I'm not taking credit away from Chef Bobette, but that's how we supposed to be. 
We're supposed to be able to work out, do push-ups, run a marathon if you want to. Mm-hmm. We just we just let our body go go to waste so much that the norm is sickness, dying at 45, you know, all these different things. And I just think if we put our all into everything we do, including your kids, including your family, your business, including your spirituality, it don't even have to be religion. Whatever it is, you're going to be a beast. Yep. For sure, for sure. You know, um, <clears throat> that's a good good advice. You know, um, I hear Warren Buffett one time said that uh, they interview and and one of his employees um, made a big mistake and it cost the company like a, like a million dollar mistake, something like that. And then um, somebody, the, the reporter asked the Warren Buffett, like, hey, man, you're not going to fire this guy because he just cost you, you know, a quarter of a million, million whatever that, that amount was. And he said, like, nah, I ain't going to fire him. I guarantee you this guy ain't going to make that mistake again. He ain't going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going to so, do it again. So that was, a million dollar, that was a million dollar lesson right there that I faced. So I was like, that's exactly, you know, you have to see things. It's just perception, yeah. right? How you see it. And right? he probably worked his ass off from that day on. Like, I can't let Mr. Buffer <laughs> down again. I owe him a million dollars pretty much. Like, you know, like, hey, lesson yeah, learned. Yeah, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Hey, Jarvis. So that's 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 cool, man. You know, um, yeah. I think uh, a lot of people don't realize that aspect of it. So, why do you think people get stuck and and they stay on their way? And that could include on dieting or going vegan, or also include like in business. Why they 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 don't, they stay in the same position all the time and they don't really feel they want to move and try something different. There, there's two things with that. Uh-huh. One is everybody don't want to do it, and that's fine. Yeah. I think it's okay. If you don't want to be an entrepreneur, I think that's okay too. Like I'm not knocking a person with the nine to five or right. the midnight to seven, whatever it is. Some people love that shit, do mm-hmm. that shit. But if you have the entrepreneurial bone or gene or urge or whatever it is, the number one thing that people are missing is empowerment. Mm-hmm. They don't believe they can do it or they see how much work it's going to take. And they and and it's like, ooh, that's gonna be a lot. <laughs> okay, believe in yourself. You can do a lot. You mm. gotta believe. You got. And the thing is, too, you gotta find what your actual passion is. Okay. I can't look at what you're doing and be like, man, that, that's dope. What Roger doing? I'm gonna go do that. And that has nothing to do with my passion. Right. But I saw you having fun. I saw you having a good time. I saw you enjoying life. Right. Shit, I'm gonna do that too. Exactly. But that's your passion. So we had to find out what our actual passion is, because when you find out what your passion is, it don't matter if you never make a dime. <laughs> like if I didn't make a dime doing what I'm doing right now, and I know this sounds cliche, but it was a long time when I wasn't making shit <laughs> and I was still doing the same exact thing. And I didn't care how long it took to get to where I needed to be, because I was going to do it regardless. No matter who, what relationship I was in with somebody, no matter what my family thought, no matter what the public thought, I'm going to still keep it. I can show you tweets and posts and Facebook from 12 years ago. I was saying the same exact shit when I, cause I look at my Facebook memories every day. I'm not even lying every yeah. day. I can't even lie. Some of the stuff I repost is from 12 years ago. I just, <laughs> I just reposted it and people don't know. They're like, man, that's dope. I'm like, yeah, I had this idea 12 years ago. Like, nice. but it's just, you have to be at that point where I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what nobody does. I'm going to win. And my winning doesn't mean financial. Right. Shit, even if 
even if I had five followers, I'd be like, yo, I'm winning. I got five. You got four. I got five. <laughs> I'm winning. For real? I'm winning. I, yeah. I'm always, I'm not even a half, you know, half full guy. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent full guy. Like I believe in, if I put everything in this cup, damn it, I'm going to win. And that's just, I know it sounds so cliche because I used to think it was cliche too, but I just had to get there. I just had to get mm. to that point where I honestly don't care. Like I, it's sad, but I had this, this saying, and my best friend now, we play high school ball together, everything. Yeah. He's vegan now too. Crazy, because we never talked about being in film. He's in film as well, and we never talked about vegan. Mm-hmm. We grew up in St. Louis. We were butchers together. That's how crazy it is. Yeah. But I used to have this thing, and I've toned it down. But he used to tell me, hey, bro, you're not doing this right. And I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. That was my saying. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I really didn't care what people thought. But it was, I did go about it wrong. Like, my, I, my not caring now is not caring what you think, but I don't also want to offend you either. Right, right. Back then, I didn't care if I offended you, if I upset you. <laughs> If I hurt your hurt your mama's feelings, I didn't care. It didn't matter. Like I was gonna do me, and now I'm way more compassionate about not caring what people think. Like I don't want to upset anybody. I want to put everybody on a path to where they're empowered. I want somebody to look at my story and be like, "Well, shit, if his ass can do it, <laughs> I definitely can do it. I want that. Right. That's cool. You know, I feel that. I feel that's what we all should do. We should all empower other people." To feel that, like, oh, you saw me do that? Oh, man, I can do that. Like yeah. like that person I talked about earlier that's looking at Tori's page. Right. I ain't knocking him, boy. You should look at Tori and be like, oh, man, I can oh, do that, too. Exactly. But know, but know how much work you're going to have to put in right. to come get that spot. I can give you my exact recipe of everything I've done. That don't mean you can make my dish. Correct. <laughs> you can make your own version, right. but you can't make this dish. I'm sorry. It just ain't going to happen. Right, 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 right. Exactly, man. That's that's powerful, right, right there. You know, by the way, um, since since I seen the badass vegan brand, I seen that name used a lot. And I know we already kind of touched this topic, but yeah. now everybody's a badass. Now everybody's a badass vegan, right? <laughs> you think I was so stupid? I don't like that name that much. You sure you want to go with that? I was like, I see it. It's going to work. I know it. Now I actually had a dude come on my post once, probably like four years ago. And he was like, man, that's an asshole move to trademark badass vegan. I'm like, what do you mean what? that's an asshole move? Like, <laughs> did you go, did you literally go to like Coca-Cola and be like, yo, right, that was an asshole move to trademark Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Like, the, yeah. people don't even know the word vegan is actually trademarked. Somebody trademarked mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just too hard for them to go <laughs> and stop <laughs> everybody from using it. You know, like badass vegan is a little different. It's a little easier yeah. to stop people, but. Yeah, like you, that's just business. As True. a business person, you have to, shit, Farm Sanctuary is an LLC or whatever. Like, it's a company. It's right. been trademarked. Like, nobody can come in and say, hey, we're Farm Sanctuary. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, John. Um, so going to segue on that, how do you, do people, you think people should focus more on what, the money, the outcome, the money, or should focus on like the solution, the problem? So what do they should focus on? And then what you focus on? I would say if we're going to talk about like mm-hmm. what somebody else does, you yeah. focus on what you want to focus on. If you, okay. if your focus is money, I'm not knocking you for that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My focus is making people feel like they can do it. Okay. That's my win right there. 
Like I got more messages from people like, hey, man, I've been following you for this long. And I finally did this and did that. And I owe it to you. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't owe me shit. You did the work. True. I just showed you that the work could be done. Like, that's my goal. My goal is to empower people. Like I say all the time, empowerment is key. If you don't believe you can do it, you're mm, not going to do, do it. Yeah. If you don't believe you can make it to the bathroom in time, you ain't going to make it to the bathroom in time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> whatever it is, if you don't believe in it, you ain't going to do it. But if you believe, even if you don't get there the first time, yep. you learn something in that, in that drive. So the next drive, you're like, you know what? We got this. Like, I think also, and you understand this, and I'm sure a lot of people that's watching this understand, being an athlete helps a lot with that. Because you don't win every game. Mm-hmm. You don't, you got, you got your shot blocked, you got dunked on, you got crossed <laughs> over. You know, you can make a highlight reel all you want. But there's a lot of plays in between that that a lot of people don't like to show. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm I'm big on like, I'm gonna show you all the plays. You know, even the one I got. I hate to admit I got dunked on, but I dunked on a lot more people <laughs> who dunked on me. Like, I blocked a lot more shots than right. I got blocked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I hit more threes in somebody's face than got hit in my face. Right. So, I think that's it. Like, you got to believe that you're going to do it. And you got to understand that you're going to lose a lot, too. True. You're going to lose. But those loses, those, uh, those loses, <laughs> those loss, the loss that you have does not define you. Right. It builds you. Like, everybody got losses. Even your favorite person on Instagram that you follow that, sorry, okay. in the background. Right. <laughs> whoever you follow, and they 37 million followers, and all they post is the great pictures, and right. out of the 87 they took there, that one pose, it's a bunch of losses there. Yep. They dealing with a whole bunch of stuff. Because, oh, yeah. I had a good friend that told me this growing up and it was funny because it makes sense to this day. He said, for every person that you look at, that you go, man, that's the most beautiful person I ever saw in my life. It's one person that can't stand them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and what's funny is that most beautiful person that you think is the most beautiful person in the world, they still affected by that one person that don't like them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like everybody go through it nobody's immune whatever you think you're gonna everybody gotta go through it just just that's how it is it's like that that saying like um one man's trash is some other man's riches yeah another man's treasure you know what I'm saying? <laughs> one man's trash is another man's, another man's treasure. treasure yeah exactly See? so yeah that's exactly how it is but that's it's just interesting and those, those are really good um points there um john from a, from a business standpoint i think he applied for life in general not only like from business because you can apply we've we we, been talking about entrepreneurship but you can apply that for work for job everything you can apply for exercising sports and whatever it is that everything. you feel and i said i've had the same mentality i don't see losses i don't see laws like i don't see l's <laughs> losses <laughs> losses right i don't see l's uh as as, as a bad thing actually I, i take it as a okay uh, as a learning experience And I'm not I saying I'm like yeah. ecstatic that I lost. I'm not saying I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you, baby, you should, I lost. You no. should be mad, though. <laughs> yeah. But let that anger yeah. propel you right. to get through that next wall. Because right. it's going to be a wall the next time. That's right. Even when you do win, you still right. had to go through a wall. Right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Like for, for, from a bodybuilding standpoint, I mean, not every single show, you, you know, you go up there and you win. You, you go with the mindset that you want to win, but you're not always win. And, you know, and, and to go along with that. 
for, yeah. for getting ready for a bodybuilding show. Yeah. Not every time you work out made you really, really excited about getting on stage. Right. It's some right, days right. you like, man, uh, I just don't want to be in here, man. I, right. I'm depleted. I need some water. Uh-huh. I need this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. people don't understand that. Like, they just see the end result and they're like, Ooh, oh, man, Roger, you killed it. <laughs> you weren't there. But Roger had to wake up early or go to bed late right. or both sometimes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, yeah. and still work on all these things and still get to the gym right. and still no excuses. So I think that's what people got to understand is that it ain't going to be handed to you. Like, nobody owes you nothing. Mm. Are you busy some of the countries in Central South America? Say that again, sorry. Are you, are you going to, to a little, are you going south the map, you know, Central America, South America? I have, but I, I man, uh, with all this going on, I haven't been anywhere in a while. But yeah, um, yeah, man, I, I, I honestly feel with this film, I'm going to be out a lot more okay. <laughs> with everything. Uh, in fact, with the, you know, with the Vegan Smart, mm-hmm. with the Vegan Smart brand, we're actually looking at, um, branching off like we're still gonna have vegan smart mm-hmm. but then we're gonna have uh a whole badass vegan line now okay so that's good yeah so and 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 with that line i'm not trying to do anything crazy right. i just want the essentials like multivitamin okay vitamin b12 uh your omegas you know yeah. like stuff that like i think even if you ain't vegan you should have right 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 because right. we all we all got to make sure we got what we need right. the essentials because You know, people always say, well, why would you take vitamins if you're vegan? And I tell people, I tell people all the time that what we're eating today is not the same nutrients mm-hmm. that they were eating thousands of years ago. Right. Our, our, our earth is depleted. We forget that the earth is a living being. It's a living organism. It's a living organism. And that this living organism is tired. It don't have all the same. <laughs> Just like we get tired. That motherfucker tired of us. Like it's tired. Like it's <laughs> it is tired, dog. Yeah, y'all don't take care of me. So what, what do you want me to yeah, do? <laughs> it's exhausted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just gotta make sure that we okay. we take care of ourselves. But that's where the essentials come in at. Like, I'd rather have a little bit more than I need, because you know, people are like, oh, well, you pee out all the nutrients, and everything. Yeah, but I'd rather be I'd rather be proactive than reactive. Right. Because, man, let's, when you're deficient in something, like some B12 or whatever it is, mm-hmm. now it takes a long time to get to that point. Right. But if you ever met somebody that has, has gone through that, or vitamin D deficient or whatever, that's no pump, man. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not, you don't just bounce up and be like, oh, well, I, I was deficient yesterday. Today, <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> Once it happens... <laughs> It's something else. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm definitely going to gonna look nationwide with it. And it's going to be, like, I'm not even looking to get in stores with this. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. be mailed all over the world. Like, I'm not, because I love stores, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it you you lose so much of the brand when you do that. Right. You Because you got you to gotta pay, you got to charge the store under retail value And then they charge more than the retail value. And everybody thinking, you rich. Because <laughs> they, they paid $50 what you charge the store $10 for. So they think you got that $50. You're like, no, I didn't, I didn't touch any of that, bro. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, we uh, again, with the team I'm working with, 
we're looking straight online, everything mm-hmm. online. That's great. So, um, all right, so tell us a little bit about what's uh, what about your film? What's going on with your projects? Ah, uh, so uh, if anybody here has seen What the Health, uh, this is the official follow up film to What the Health, and uh, so we came together and made a film about social justice and food justice through the lens of hip hop. Um, and I, it's my film, so I'm gonna say it's powerful, but it's pretty fucking powerful. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we touch a lot of bases, man. Like, and just showing the interconnections between, you know, the collusion of the government and the food that's being put out to us and all these illnesses that we have that people aren't looking at the food. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks it's DNA. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, but if you feed the DNA the wrong thing, you know, like you can have an adopted child. You got an adopted child and they live in the same lifestyle as you. Nine times out of 10, they don't have the same problems as you. Yeah. And it's, it's the vice versa. Like if you have an active, healthy, you know, vibrant parent to an adopted child, that child's going to pick up that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, we have to show that all, you know, this, the healthcare industry is a one point, no, sorry, pharmaceutical, not even healthcare. Pharmaceutical is a $1.3 trillion industry, bro. Three trillion. Like I did the math and I said, <laughs> if 10%, because let's, let's not lie, like medication is needed sometimes. We're not right. saying that. Right. Medication is needed sometimes, but everybody don't need medication. Like mm. they just giving out pills sometimes. You got a headache. You know what? Get on this prescription. We didn't even get to the cause of the headache. We don't even care. You got a headache. Let's just go take this. Take this, yeah. If everybody, let's just say 10% of the people taking medication got off of it, the industry would implode. Mm. Like if you do the math, 10% of 1.3 trillion is 130 billion, bro. 130 billion for just 10% getting off of it. They don't want us healthy. They don't want that. And and the thing is, and people say, no, man. Nobody would would do that. I was like, man, we all know, everybody knows one pharmaceutical rep. And I'm not saying they're bad people, but we all know one pharmaceutical rep that goes to work every day knowing that what they're selling is not necessary. Mm. They might sell some things that are necessary, but they also know there's a couple of medications in there and they call it medication are necessary and they're not. They know that. And you know why they don't stop? Because they make that two hundred thousand a year, mm-hmm. they get in that fancy ass car and drive back to their fancy ass house or condo or apartment. So that's at the hundred thousand level. We're not even talking about the billion dollar level mm-hmm. or trillion dollar level. I'm I try to be the best person I can in my life, but if I had one point three trillion dollars invested in something, I might reconsider <laughs> myself. <laughs> For real. So you got to be real about it and just see mm-hmm. like this industry is not meant for people to flourish. Yeah. Like you literally, like we saw in one part when it's the whole got milk, the whole got milk ad thing. Mm-hmm. And then you see at the bottom, like we put it in the film sponsored by the milk ad agency. Like <laughs> when they like, when they say like, you need milk to survive. Uh-huh. Who's that sponsored by? <laughs> the got milk agent. Of course I'm going to tell you you need milk to survive. Right, right, right. That's my business. It's my business, yeah. yeah. Like Tabitha Brown said, because that's my business. 
Man, y'all, hey. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, I was, I was, I was thinking. I had this vision. Like, I need to, I need to talk to John because we need to make a the Latin trap version of of did he try to kill? <laughs> because, I'm in. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> Listen, but because, you know, and that's what it was for. Right. That's what it was for. It was for all people of color, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Latin to everything. Yeah, like, absolutely. I got, I, I, it's funny. I have Latin doctors in there. Yeah, like everything. Like, you know, living in Miami. I'm around Latin culture all, all right. day. So, you know, that's a part of my life. You know, right. I still, I, I know who I am, but I, but I want to help everybody from Indian. And I'm not talking about, you know, American. And I'm talking about actual Indian to Native mm-hmm. American to yeah, anything right. that's the color. But yeah. it's for white people too. Yeah. Because right. I tell people this all the time. Like, if you're not part of that 1%, that upper 1%, they don't care about you either. You are collateral damage. <laughs> collateral damage. <laughs> and they'll sweep yeah. your body to the side, just like they right, right in the pile with us, right on over. <laughs> so, hey, um, so is the Indiegogo campaign still, still available for, for us to make donations? No, no, we all finished it. Thank okay. you to everybody that did. Uh, we did finish. We, we were very fortunate. We uh, raised over $100,000. Um, but that's going to help us translate into different languages and, uh, you know, the not only translated, but the captions in different languages. Right. Like it's so many costs. Like this is my biggest project I've ever worked on, man. It's so many costs <laughs> in everything. It's like it's like, oh, you want to get another poster? Oh, you cost you. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, like oh, you want to change the cover? Oh, cost yeah. you. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, we we're very fortunate and uh, had a very successful campaign. Um, we submitted to the Sundance Film Festival about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't make it, but it's all good because, I mean, there's plenty of award-winning right. documentaries out there and movies that didn't make award like festivals. So right. it was just a shot. Well. Um, and uh, yeah, man, we just pushing forward. We actually got a meeting Wednesday to see like what's our next steps and go from there. Man, that's great. We can't wait for the film to be out. John, to be quite honest Me with either. you, <laughs> I mean, we're going to promote that like crazy in all social Thank media. You, we might, we might actually bring you, I know you're going to be busy during that time, but we'll bring you in some other time. So maybe do a quick, you know, quick live. You know, I'll come to Houston and do it, man. I Yo, got to get to town again. Man, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Oh, I'll go to Miami. Well, when, all done, when all this shit is done. When all this shit is done. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to give us all, all your social media where people can find you and all that. Yeah, I'm under Badass Vegan, man, pretty much of everything. I think I even got a Pinterest account, like, to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm not even lying. Like, I just, you know what? Because like, the thing was, I started I started thinking, I was like, man, I just have to make sure my name is taken up on all these platforms. Because if I don't, somebody will just take the name and somebody will think it's me. And, right. uh, you know, like, I have a TikTok account. I literally have one video on TikTok. And it's my trailer <laughs> for my movie. But I did it because I was like, man, the last thing I want is somebody doing badass vegan and doing something unruly on it. And right. then I have to like do damage control on it. Right. So yeah, Shut you can find me literally up. under that. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's all vegan love, but Hey, <laughs> you got to take care of your name and your brand, man. So right. uh, yeah, between Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, Snapchat is all badass vegan. Um, and if they want to write me an email, you can also write me at my website. Uh, John at badassvegan.com and I have like a spot where they can actually send me a message on the website too. So 
Man, yep. you, you you the realest, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be, man. <laughs> Too much fakeness going on right now. Absolutely, absolutely. So one last thing, John, um, just sure. for, for, for the Latin vegan and fans <laughs> and community, how do you want to be remembered, bro? Man, I want to be remembered as the guy that came into a fucked up world but left it way better than how he found it. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Bro, hey, well, appreciate the time. I know you're busy out there. You got a lot of things going on. But, hey, sure. you, know, you always got my support. Anything that, bro, you need, Same I'm here, here bro. for you, bro. I appreciate you the time. That. So so we keep Tell in me, touch, man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. And, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in, man. All right. All right, guys, guys. So we'll see you guys in the next episode. This is Roger. I got... My boy, John Lewis, a.k.a. The Badass Vegan. See you guys Gracias por escuchar Latino y, Vegano, Latino y Vegano. Un show donde se habla todo lo relacionado sobre el veganismo entre la comunidad latina. No olviden suscribirse a este podcast, seguirnos en Instagram, Facebook, YouTube y a visitarnos en latinoyvegano.com.